Blog Talk Radio. I'm Laurie Baker. Today's guest is Carrie Genzel. With many acting credits to her name, Carrie has been seen in films such as Watchmen, Jennifer's Body, and 88 Minutes. She won Best Actress at the 2012 Los Angeles International Underground Film Festival for her performance in The Ballerina and the Rocking Horse. Soap opera fans will remember her as Alia in Days of Our Lives and as Sky and All My Children. This Friday, you can see her play the role of Susan Collier in the movie Dead Rising Watchtower an action horror zombie film based on the video game Dead Rising. It will be streaming live on the website Crackle this Friday on March 27th. Here is Carrie to talk about the movie. So this Friday on March 27th, streaming on the website Crackle will be the movie Dead Rising Watchtower. Uh, Tell us a little bit about this film. Um, I'm really excited about this. This is a really fun uh, zombie action a thriller with a lot of comedy in it. Um, Dead Rising is actually a series of video games uh, Capcom released, and uh, you know they're the geniuses behind the Resident Evil franchise. And uh, these games are like have such a huge fan base. And uh, there were three main games and had two spin-offs. So there's just a, a big fan base for these films and or for these games and. Um, I know we're all really excited for the fans to get to see uh, the movie because there's a lot of um, great Easter eggs and lots of nods to the game. So if if you're a fan of the games, you're going to love the movie because there's so many great tributes to the games that you love. Um, the basis of this story uh, follows a character named Chase Carter, who's played by Jesse Metcalf. And he's an online reporter trying to find a scoop, trying to make it big and, and find out it goes viral. He gets trapped in a quarantine zone during a zombie outbreak, and he gets that story. Um, where I come in is is he reaches out to me. Uh, I was his former boss, and he wants to get his story out there because he, he wants to take credit for, you know, finding the angle uh, that's going to really uh, give the viewers some insight as to what's really going on. And, uh, you know, it's really about him uh, exposing what's going on and and the government involvement and him trying to survive, uh, along with uh, a character named Crystal, who's played by Megan Ory. Um, And they kind of fight their way through uh, the zombie mayhem uh, (laughs) throughout the film. Um, Another thing, uh, a great thing uh, that I'm doing in the film is I do... Uh, a series of interviews with Frank West, and and anyone that knows these games knows who Frank West is. And Frank West is uh, the hero of the first Dead Rising game. And I know there's a lot of anticipation uh, to see Rob Riggle play Frank West. And I had the pleasure of working with him. And uh, my character Susan Collier does a series of interviews with Frank West about him surviving a, a zombie apocalypse. And you know Susan's really hoping for. Um, 
you know, a, a serious story. She's hoping to get information and advice out to the viewers, and she's hoping that this story uh, is really going to help her, her career, uh, and launch it into another another dimension. Uh, but Frank really is just a loose cannon, and he talks about anything that he wants to talk about, and he goes off on these tangents, and he's not really giving the greatest advice uh, she feels. <laughs> Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of comedic moments throughout the film, especially as the film goes on. My character gets more and more frustrated with Frank and um, her, you know, perfect professional facade cracks a little bit. And she, um, you know, she gets some good little jabs and one liners in there. Yeah, well, you see some of that in the trailer of the movie. Yes. Uh, yeah, it reminded me a little like Saturday Night Live, <laughs> a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, it felt a little bit like Saturday Night Live. Uh, we did a lot of improv for shooting, and a lot of it's in the movie. Um, we had some great, great scripted scenes with some great lines, and then the director, uh, Zach Lepofsky, wouldn't ever say cut. He would just let the camera roll, and so Bob and I would just improv stuff, and... Um, you know, we shot in the, into the wee hours of the night. So as we kind of hit midnight, one o'clock in the morning, things started to get really crazy. <laughs> uh, we came up with all kinds of wacky improv, but um, it's fun to see it in the movie because it really does seem like it's these very uh, authentic uh, moments that would happen maybe while the camera, while they think the camera's off or what would happen on live TV when you're on for so many hours and um, you just really start to hate the person that's uh, on camera with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, it amazes me as, you know, when when you see uh, actors in the sci-fi genre, the horror genre, how you can make such a crazy plot, crazy plots and crazy characters sort of ground a reality in that, in that universe, uh, yeah, I know you recently also did Evil Seed, which you know was about cannibals. And uh, <laughs> yeah, how do yeah. You, how do you work on roles like that? How do you approach it when it's like just so far out there? They're so fun to work on because they are so far out there, and and you really you're right. You do have to ground them in in reality um, because if you don't do that, then they come off a little cartoon like. Um, so it's really about finding that reality for that character in that world, because in that world, it is real for that character. Uh, it might be a very heightened world, <laughs> um, but for them, that's normal. So um, it's just about finding that place where you can put some reality in there and, and ground that person. Um, yeah, Dead Rising, for me, uh, my character, it was it wasn't so over the top or, or really needing to find that reality. It's, you know, Susan's situation is she's a news anchor and she's trying to do a job and she's trying to get, you know, some valuable information out to the audience. And that's just not what's happening. Um, you know, Evil Feed was a little more over the top of, um, yes, cannibalism <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes, other things going on. Uh, but she was so fun to play. I mean, my character... Madame Dragonfly was just a delicious delight to play. <laughs> it was really over the top. And it was a different genre of film. I mean, Evil Feed is very much a grindhouse film, and that's a, a very specific genre. And we knew that going in, and so you know that everything's going to be a little tongue-in-cheek and a little over the top, and you kind of have to, you know, bring that energy into each scene. 
Well, I'm seeing on your Facebook page uh, pictures of you uh, from the world premiere of Dead Rising Watchtower uh, that was, that happened earlier. How how was that experience? Yeah. Oh, it was great. Uh, it was so much fun. They had zombies, ro- you know, roaming around and harassing us, which they scared me every single time. Like, I don't, I knew they were there, but they would get me every single time. Um, you know, I said, I was laughing because I'm like, you can tell I didn't see any zombie action in the film because every time I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was just, you know, it, it's always really nice to, uh, we all had so much fun making this movie, and it's just really fun to get together and celebrate that, and um, just the anticipation of everyone seeing it. Um, so it's just nice to have a night to celebrate that we did it, and it was great to do it, and we're having fun, and, and, and that we're, you know, anticipating a, a huge success with it. So um, it was it was great. It was great to, to see Rob again and uh, to talk about our experience working together in the film. And um, he hadn't seen it yet. I'd actually seen it um, a few days before. So I was sort of filling him in on, on what was in there and what wasn't. And uh, it was just great to laugh with him and remember, that you know, the fun we had uh, shooting our scenes. Yeah, well, this film seems to be, you know, so much sort of a product of our time with, you know, the huge, as you were saying, the huge gamer uh, uh, fan base that's following the film and that, you know, it is launching on a website, you know, as, a, as a, sort of a web film. You know, having been, it is. This, yeah, having been in the business, as, you know, as you have and just seeing all the changes, do you think that more and more film is going to start uh, leaning more towards the Internet than, you know, perhaps just your traditional screenings at the theaters? I think so. I mean, TV is already headed there. I mean, you look at Netflix and Amazon and PlayStation and, you know, all of the other online outlets that are producing original content and winning awards. I mean, they're producing really great content. Um you know, House of Cards is is a, is a particular favorite of mine. I just love House of Cards, and and you think, you know, wow, like I don't think we would have predicted that a, a number of years ago that that all of these online uh, outlets were going to be producing these great high quality shows. And I think what's really exciting is yes, I think that this is this is um, something that's new, and you know, Crackle is uh, a great streaming network uh, where people can watch for free. Um, And this is, you know, this is a medium that for the audience and for the fans of Dead Rising, they're used to watching things online. They're they're used to streaming things. Um, You know, these are the millennials. This is who everyone's chasing. So, um, you know, this isn't out of the ordinary for them to go, oh, I'm just going to watch it on Crackle. That's great. Um, so I think that, you know, for, for all of us that are not in the millennial <laughs> place, we have to catch up. It's us that needs to catch up. Um, but I think that, you know, there's going to be more and more and more of this. And, you know, Crackle also has its original content of TV shows and, and different things that they um, produce as well. So, you know, they're right in there with, the, you know, the Netflix and the Amazon and, and all of those. So, um I think that it's it's great. It's easy. You can watch it anywhere at any time. And, um, you know, for a movie like this, it's the perfect platform for it. Uh, any other projects that you're working on that uh, you can tell us about? 
Uh, I have a Hallmark movie coming out um, uh, for Mother's Day weekend with Candace Cameron Bure. That is really cute. Um, very different than Dead Rising. Oh, yes. <laughs> now for something totally different. Yes. Totally different. Very sweet. You can watch with mom. <laughs> uh, that, so that comes out. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That comes out Saturday night, um, and it's called Mom's Blind Date, uh, and it's very sweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no zombies, no nothing. Although I have to say, my mom actually came to a screening uh, of the film, and they, and my, well, my both my parents did, and it's not typical their typical sort of genre of film that they watch, and they had a great time. So, so there you go. <laughs> it's mom and dad approved. <laughs> yeah. So, um, with this show, I have a lot of listeners who are into their soap operas, and I know that you know people oh, yeah. still to this day remember you uh, from it's uh, Allie on Days of Our Lives and the Sky on All My Children, and you know, and follow your career now into you know prime time and film. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, having gotten your start, you know, as a model, and, and also in, and then going into soaps. Would you say soap was, you know, a good place to start with acting? I mean, with the intense taping schedule and it's sort of like boot camp for actors, right? Oh, it absolutely. I mean, Dead Rising is such a great example of of one of those days that I went, thank goodness I have done soaps. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just because, you know, we, Rob's schedule was really tight and so we only had Rob for one day. So we had to shoot everything in one day. Now, for someone that's done daytime, you go, okay, sure, great, bring it on. You know, it doesn't freak mm-hmm. me out that we have to do 11 scenes <laughs> in one day, which is not normal for film. Um, I I am so grateful for my experience on All My Children for so many reasons that, yeah, it was it was my big, that was my first really big job. And I had a lot of responsibility on that show. Um you know, I came on and, and there was storyline and I had all of these scripts waiting for me in my dressing room the first day I walked in. And I went, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just the responsibility of picking up that character um, and, you know, making her my own, but just being be honoring the, the uh, history that was already there. Um, you know, and I worked with all of the, the, the veterans. Like, I couldn't have been more blessed to have, you know, David Canary playing my dad and my uncle and working with Robin Matson and Susan Lucci and, um, you know, just the wonderful people that have be, had been uh, working in daytime for so many years. Like, I had the, the best mentors uh, to learn from. And I really do use a lot of those skills um, that I learned while I was there Every time I step on set today, you know, everybody's trying to get things done faster and quicker and cheaper. And, you know, because I've had that experience of like, oh, I have 30 pages to do today. It doesn't freak me out. (laughs) I go, all right, cool, let's do it, you know. Um, And that's come in handy so many times uh, since then. So I'm I'm forever grateful for that experience because it really, it really, really was like boot camp. you know, and all my children, they don't use cue cards. There's no teleprompter. It's you come to work and uh, know your lines, you know, and uh, and that's what it was. So, uh, you know, going back to what I was saying, working with all those veterans, I certainly wasn't going to be the one that didn't remember their lines. So I was studying madly every night going, I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to forget. 
for Susan, who has like a photographic memory. Not only does she know her lines, she knows your lines. <laughs> so I definitely came in with my A game every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and that's how she that's how she managed to to, to stay in soaps for you know the, for as long as she did and become the the vet you know that everyone knows you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, she was incredible. I don't know how she did it. It would blow me away every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you were talking about, you know, those the vets that you worked with that, you know, helped you or or I suppose inspired you, you know, on the soap. This is an actress yourself. Who do you, who what actors inspire you in your craft? Like when you decided oh, wow. you wanted to be an actress, was there an actor or an, a- or an actress that was just like, "Oh, this is why I want to do what I do." You know, I don't know if it was necessarily a particular person. I just, um, growing up, I always had a very vivid imagination, and I was very shy growing up. Um, I was just so in my head and uncomfortable, and um, I felt much more comfortable playing somebody else. So when I discovered the drama club in high school, I was like, this is my tribe. These are my people. (laughs) You know, I can be all of these different people. I don't have to worry so much about if you're going to like me because I'm just playing a character. And I just love the escapism of it. Um, You know, I just, it was more that than any particular person that I looked up to. Uh, I just really loved the fantasy of it. And I loved as a kid uh, I used to go a lot to the movies, you know, Saturday afternoon, and my dad would take me to the movies, and I just loved, like, the magic of that curtain, you know, going back and, like, this whole being in this other place for a couple of hours, and I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I want to be a part of it, um, and that's really what it was for me, you know, growing up, um, just the fantasy, the escape, the the fun, you know, I I still feel that way when I go to work every day, you know, I would step on set and I'm just like, I'm so blessed to be here to be able to do this. And, um, it's, it's work. It's a lot of work, but it's play. You know, I get to play, I get to be somebody else. And, um, what's really cool too, and is I get to learn different things. I get to learn about different, uh, occupations and different worlds and, uh, different mediums. And there's always something new to learn, which is really exciting to me. Yeah, you know, you've done so many different roles on prime time and, and on film, and, and it seems like you're always working. Do you have advice for someone who is, you know, wants to be an actress, looking to be in the show business? Would you have any advice on, on how to follow this kind of career? Yeah, you know, I think, I think it's, you know, it's it's a, it's a tough business, but I think like what you know, people coming into the business now as a teen or or a young adult, like what you have going for you now is you have social media and you have YouTube and you have like all of these outlets that I didn't have when I was starting out. So my advice always is, you know, whatever um, city or community that you're in, like do as much as you can within that community, whether it's theater or doing commercials, um, you know, doing student uh, film, um, you know, get as much experience as you can. And if you don't have a lot of um, opportunities wherever you live, make them, you know, find the people in your community that want to write, that want to shoot, that want to direct and form a little group and make your own content, you know, and get that up on YouTube or Vimeo. because, you know, wonderful things can happen from that, you know. Uh, people have gotten discovered. I mean, you look at YouTube. I mean, 
every studio, every network now looks to YouTube for their next star, uh, which is incredible. Um, so, you know, if, you, if you're not able to do what you want to do, make it. Make it make it happen for yourself. Do it. Um, I think is is the best advice. And uh, you know, like I said, it is a tough business. And I always say, if it's something that you absolutely have to have to have to do, then do it. If it's just something that you're like, oh, it's fun, maybe go to college. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a wonderful. Maybe you go to college anyway, but. <laughs> <laughs> For more interviews with Outtakes, follow me on Twitter at Laurie's Outtakes or like my Facebook page at Outtakes and Blog Talk Radio. Until next time.